I know on this podcast that I don't typically do instant reactions. I typically, you know, do topics that could be said at any time. I could do topics that could be published at any time. But this one, I really do feel like is completely necessary. The fact that I can sense, I don't want to necessarily say feel, because I don't even know if I am really that big of a fan yet of the Eagles. And that's that's its own story. You know, that's kind of irrelevant. The fact that I won fantasy football because of Eagles players. I'm wondering if that can be a reason to root for the Eagles. I do listen to WIP. But the fact of the matter is, is that you have people born and raised that have loved this Eagles team throughout their whole lives. And for that to happen... And, and I know they won in 2017. No question about that. But this team, this Eagles team specifically, should have won the Super Bowl. Not just because of the position in which they were in the game and what happened in that game. But because they were just the team to beat in the NFL. The most consistent team in the NFL other than just this little two-game losing streak because the starting quarterback goes down. I just wanted my thoughts in out there. The fact that I do really think, even though we don't talk a lot of sports on the podcast, for mostly just the fact that not that many people listen to it, I'm hoping that today I can, and, and I know you guys know me as a sports guy, I can just vent with you, vent with you. And you might say, like, Double, if you're not really that big of an Eagles fan, you might not even be a fan at all. I might just align with Eagles because the fact of the matter is, is that I do really love the fan base. Really passionate, but not that reckless. A little reckless, but not that like reckless. And you really do wear your heart on your sleeve. And you're going to die with this team. You're willing to do anything for your team. And that could be said about all four, maybe five major sports if you count the union. But still, my point is, is that I really I felt like... Because I love Jalen, love Devontae, love Dallas, love AJ, love that defense, love the O-line. You know, like, it's just a rootable team that I felt like, I just I just felt horribly for them. And I and I felt like what, I, I felt it before, maybe we felt it before, where you're up, you're winning, and just you felt like everything was going your way. And then just for a split second, which was, for them, the second half, Everything goes awry and you and you lose it all. And everything that you built up to to that moment just got washed away. Everything in that 14-3 season, blowing out the Giants, blowing out the 49ers, it seemed like as if it wasn't worth it anymore. And that's just so demoralizing, so crushing that I could relate to, and I guarantee other fans can relate to, when the Eagles lost to the Patriots in 2004, or if, if it was 2005, then maybe the 2004 season. I was too young to remember that all I, I can really remember now is just when fans talk about it, is McNabb dry heaving and that's kind of like I guess the image of McNabb the fact that you know that was his only time in the Super Bowl and Andy of, uh, of course that was his only appearance and of course this was Andy Reid that the Eagles faced but the fact of the matter is is that this team was almost the if if you don't want to say it then I will this was kind of like the team of destiny I mean Jalen Basically, in the MVP, Devontae, AJ, probably the best duo in the NFL. Best O line, best D line. The fact that they had seventy some sacks in there, I just and the defense, you know, tons of turnovers. I forget if they led 
either in just turnovers in general or if it was specifically fumbles or interceptions. I don't think it was interceptions. I think that might have been the Steelers, even though they didn't really get that many fumbles. There really wasn't uh, that many turnovers. But here's the point. That game specifically, not only did the refs officiate a horrible game, absolutely horrible game. And I'm not even talking about the last penalty, the holding call. I'm talking about the Devontae catch. I'm talking about, you know, like, why are you taking up so much time? Why was it a late flag? You know, like, let's stay consistent. Stay with your chest. And I really do feel like that out of, and I know that the Chiefs dealt with, maybe if, if, if you talk to the Chiefs, maybe one or two bad calls for them. Like, they might say the Dallas Goddard catch wasn't a catch, and, that, and that's their opinion. But I do really feel like that for the most part, when it comes to the penalties, the, the Eagles got a job more than the Chiefs. When it comes to the turf, absolutely unacceptable. And to just hear that the guy managing the field is actually a Chiefs fan, very much subsect. And it kind of makes me wonder, did the league have it out for the Eagles for only God knows why, you know? I do feel like when it comes to the field, yes, both teams play on it. The Eagles, with their star players and definitely more talented roster, got jobbed more than the Chiefs in that same regard. So we're talking about two things that both teams had to play with, and the Eagles got jobbed the most in each individual one, the refs and the field. And I and I, when it comes to the talent and on paper, again, this is one reason why it's so demoralizing this Super Bowl is because you have a lot of free agents now. Bradbury, Garner Johnson, Miles, and people might want Miles gone anyway. Jason Kelsey might retire. Fletcher Cox, uh, Linvel Joseph, Nagama Gansu, and I know I'm probably missing more, but the point is is that those are really good players, and you're not going to get them back next year, so you might have to hit when it comes to the draft, which is only a few months from now. If you haven't noticed, it's going to be in April, I think. But the point is is that this, this team, one of the best teams ever assembled when it comes to Philadelphia sports history, and you might even say in NFL history, because I mean, people would talk about this team could go undefeated, right? And they really should have. I don't know how they lost to Washington. Also, again, very much questionable calls in that game. And the Eagles, you know, shot themselves in the foot, which I haven't brought that up yet in when it comes to the Super Bowl. But still, we're talking about a very great team and a very much easy schedule. And it seemed like they got easy games in the playoffs. Giants, not up to it. 49ers, the quarterback gets hurt thanks to the, the Eagles' pass rush. So, I mean, it, there's nothing easier you can get when it comes to a Super Bowl victory. And the Eagles, they blew it. I mean, the, you could definitely argue the defense did not step up. The field had to play a part in not getting a lot of sacks. No question about that. Maybe a sack or two might have, you know, changed the momentum, changed something. But I would, wasn't expecting that many sacks, so I'm not really going to put that high on my on that list. I mean, Jalen D even gets sacked, in my opinion. I know it says two on there, but that's only because he wanted to have a, like, he was trying to rush, and it was a rushing for a loss, in which, on a passing play, if it's for a loss, that automatically makes it a sack, which I don't necessarily agree with when the intention, he didn't intentionally try to throw the ball at all. He was trying to get a yard or two. Should have just thrown the ball away, quite honestly. But that be, that becomes a sack. It happened twice, and in my opinion, it wasn't a typical sack. So Jalen Mahomes did not get sacked in the typical sense, 
and and I wasn't surprised about that. I mean, the betting said like, oh, Sack's going to have uh, at least four in this game. I'm like, that's just too high. I expect two, maybe three. And I know the Eagles pass was re- really good, but and and of course the field did happen to play a part. I didn't know about that, but still, you just have guys that are just making quick decisions, uh, guys that could escape the pocket. Mahomes did that way too much, and that's to the fault of Gannon, no question about that. And I feel like he should have switched things up a little bit, you know, should have blissed a little bit more, no doubt about that. But I do really think that the biggest reason why they lost was because uh, that's just how the whole second half went, you know. I mean, obviously you do have the fumble, so you do put that against the offense, a little bit fluky, and stuff like that is going to happen. It just happened at the worst time possible. So you do blame the offense there. The defense just could not get an interception, could not really tackle that well, and it just seemed like they just kept getting burned on the same play. You know, Tony, Sky Moore, like, give me a break. I mean, that was just really hard for Eagles fans to see that they weren't really adjusting that game, which was just sticking to his guns, what got him there. And that kind of felt, with me saying that, reminiscent to the Falcons losing to the Patriots. I mean, I know that's a way bigger lead, and I know they, they and that game did go to overtime, but still, it doesn't matter. The Falcons should have won that game. No question about that. Just like the Eagles should have won this game. And then their weakness, which uh, the defense is getting the brunt of it because you see the amount of points that the Chiefs scored, in which it could have been more. It could have been 42. Jared McKinnon goes down. Very smart play by him. You take the three points, and the Eagles only have six seconds left. Very smart play. But the defense could have allowed way more points. But instead, the Chiefs said, we're going to milk the clock out. Smart by Reed and, and the coaching staff when it comes to that execution of it. But think about this. The offense gives up seven. The offense goes three and out in the second, in the in the third quarter, or maybe it was the fourth quarter, I don't know. And then the special teams, the, well, the weakest unit of the three, rears its under, uh, ugly head, and it sets them up at the five-yard line. So really, if you think about... Let's say McKinnon scores on that touchdown. Let's just say, because I know that it's a little bit skewed. They kicked the field goal. They should have gotten a touchdown if the score didn't matter and the situation didn't matter, but it did. Let's say the Chiefs scored 42. You take away the seven that the offense gave. You take away the seven that essentially the special teams gave, and they only gave up the defense 28 points, and the offense still scored 35 but now here's the thing when it comes to the offense as well. I'm blaming a little bit the offense that people are not necessarily blaming them at all because they scored so many points. Quez could have and should have caught that, right? When it came when it came to Devontae Smith, should have been a catch, and that's because of the refs. There's no question about that. But that still, that did happen on the offensive side of the ball. And I'm just like, they could have scored... More points. It's unbelievable for me to, to think about that, but they really they really could have, and I, I they, you could say they could have gone for it. I know they kicked what two field goals, right? Like I mean, it, it, what happened if they didn't kick any and they scored touchdowns on both? You know, so that's where I mean, in a game where you knew it was going to be high scoring, field goals are not going to cut it. And I know it was won by a field goal, but also at the same time, like I mean. The, you, the, whoever scored 41st wins this game and you're less likely to do so if you keep kicking field goals so I do blame a little bit 
of, of the offense. Just because, again, it has to do with my excitations knowing that this was a high-scoring game that was going to be in the 70s range, in which it was, what, what, 73 total points it was. So I do blame the offense a little bit. I do blame the refs, no question. I blame the field, no question. I do blame a little bit of the defense, not a lot. And I especially blame the special teams unit a lot. Uh, but here's but here's the other thing, coaching. Before they tied the game at 35, they kept going at a slow pace. It seemed like the play clock was going down almost to zero each time that they just got off in the nick of time. That's coaching. I mean, that seemed like more so Andy Reid than than Sirianni. So I was just like, what, what are we doing? Like, pick up the pace here. Try to score as soon as possible. And sure, they when they tied it up at 35, thanks to Jalen's two-point conversion, I'm like, okay, five minutes left. But it seemed like the Chiefs just milked that clock away and they kicked the game-winning field goal. If, they, if it was six minutes left or seven minutes left because they would have gone no huddle a little bit, picked up the pace instead of just calming down, oh, we got this. If they went a little bit faster, there would have been some time left for Jalen last drive with a minute left instead of we only have six seconds left to try to get into field goal range or score a touchdown which that Hail Mary was a disaster but that was questionable coaching number one the other one that first timeout he used to prevent a delay a game in which it did happen also throughout the game specifically more so in the third quarter he calls a timeout to prevent delay a game. Like, okay, so he, so he, he, they're obviously in field goal range. They want to score a touchdown. You back it up five yards. It's not. It's going to be hard to score a touchdown if the delay game did happen. But then the play set, set up after the timeout seemed like as if like they're not going to get the first down. Like, I mean, what the hell? So you might as well. What should have happened is that you take the delay a game. You keep the timeout in your back pocket, and you just settle for the field goal, which it seemed like it happened. I mean, the same result happened anyway. You The timeout, field goal. You take the delay again, you keep the timeout, field goal, in which that timeout could have been vital in prevent in having more time on the clock instead of the Eagles just having six seconds left as their final possession of the game. So there's a, a lot of things that I feel like are being talked about. A lot of things I feel like that aren't being talked about. But ultimately, this was the Eagles game. This was absolutely their game to win. The The reps had a hand in it. The Eagles had a hand in it. And there's definitely a lot of things that could have gone and should have gone in a different way. I mean, they were leading at halftime. They should have ran the ball a bit more. They should have been focused more on stopping the run as well. So I'm just like, I just feel really bad for Eagles fans. This is not... This is absolutely a horrific day for them because the this city breeds sports, right? And to lose three championships in such a short amount of time with the Phillies, the Union, in which it did happen on the same day, so it seems like as if it's not as bad in that regard. And some people don't really care about the Union. And then, of course, this one. But again, I just, like, I mean, the, not only did they have a chance to win this particular game because of how it played out, but also just, like, what other team was more consistent? What team was better than the Eagles all season long? And on paper, I mean, you're talking about a top three offense. You're talking about a top three defense. No question about that. And now, unfortunately, that same team is not going to be back together and to have a, a harder schedule. And we're going to see. I mean, the 49ers, are going to hope, they're going to have 
a healthier quarterback. I mean, there's no question about that. Dallas is not going to be really much of a threat, but there's going to be another NFC team to rear its head and to threaten the Eagles. And and they're the hunted now. Everyone knows, and everyone's probably going to adjust to Jalen. It's going to get really tough, really fast. So I just, you know, I know today doesn't feel great. Uh, I, again, like I said, I'm not. I kind of align with the Eagles if I had to choose a team. But I know necessarily that doesn't necessarily make me a fan. But I do really feel like today's still not a good day. You know, even I can still feel that and sense that. And I also feel like, you know, it's going to be a while until people start, you know, just keep moving on and just say like, okay, that did happen. You know, and honestly, I, I am the person that says just feel blessed that you do have the 2017 championship. I know people do live in the moment. People do really live day by day and they don't really think about the past or think like that and I and I get that I do there's no question about that I do truly understand that but I'm just like it's not an easy pill to swallow uh and it's like why do Philly fans have to go through this you know it feels like a Philly thing uh to go through such a great season a dominant season and to only end like that it's completely unfair in my opinion and I do feel like when it comes to me specifically that's kind of how my luck goes that's how the cookie crumbles more times than it should and I'm just like why 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 but that's just how life is um not not the best but just get just just keep putting your head down just keep doing what you got to do things are going to get better you're going to get through it together. And it's not like the Eagles are going to be shut out for another Super Bowl for 30 years. And and hopefully they're going to be back as soon as possible. I did, like I said, this is a team that you really do root for. But it just it just stings of how the story was supposed to be written, how it was meant to be written, and it was a complete dramatic and plot twist kind of ending. I will say, though, that when it comes to like predicting blowouts that the Chiefs got no chance or your opponent absolutely like I cannot imagine them winning at all just be careful with that I do I do think like people didn't prepare themselves for the possibility of the Eagles losing and that this was a coin toss kind of game I mean it did you know it was a, a one and a half point kind of margin that Vegas predicted and they were pretty damn close I mean it was three points that ended up beating so I'm just like, let's not get over our like let's not get let's not get over our heads again. Just let it play out. See how it finishes. I mean, when I went to my my friends at at halftime, he's like, we're gonna go to uh, into the city after the game's over, and and, I, and I'm like, first of all, I don't really want to go to the city because, you know, like it's they're they're crazy, but also like in the back of my mind, I'm like, this game's not over yet. You know, like it's only ten points. I know it should have been seventeen because of the fumble. It could have even they could have scored more points themselves, so it could have even been a bigger lead had that fumble not happened. But I'm just like the game's not over yet. You know, it's not how you start; it's how you finish. And and the same thing applies to going into this game. A lot of people were just assuming, and that's not right. That's not what sports is about. So just a lot of things to consider. A lot. Of th- I just wanted me to to say that I get it. I get it. And you may not hear my anger, my angst. You might not hear me feel saddened. But that's because I, I compose. You got to compose yourself sometimes. And you sometimes you got to be the professional. And 
But if you talk, if you talk to me, I'll you you see my raw emotions. There's no question about that. So I do really hope that you had some time to grieve, some time to think, and just continue moving on with your life, doing different things, and you know, hopefully it doesn't affect your work or your mental state or you know your social life in any negative way that's not what sports is intended to do but obviously it is possible and if if you want me to be there for you i'm more than happy to we could talk and, and just vent and uh, be in the punching bag it, it's not again i don't want to necessarily put myself in that category because i'm not like the eagles fan that was like born and bred since ever since i was born so I understand when it comes to Eagles fans, like it's not today's still not a great day, and it's not going to be for a while. I, I just want to make it just a little bit better if I can make someone just 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 crack a smile or you know just laugh a little bit. That's all that 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 little bit could make someone's day just to lighten the mood and uh, just just try to you know just keep moving forward, keep moving forward and. We'll, we'll see what the future brings in terms of this team specifically. But that's it. Thank you all very much. Go Birds. Sue the refs. I don't like the NFL. And we're going to get through this together. Keep your head up high. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.